AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. It's Tuesday, March 23rd. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. Good news is we may soon have another vaccine available to us. AstraZeneca and its partner Oxford University have released information about their clinical trials in the U.S. and found their vaccine is safe and prevents 79% of symptomatic cases of COVID-19. It also reduced severe cases and hospitalizations by 100%. There has been recent concern of blood clots associated with the vaccine in Europe, but the trials showed no cases of that in the U.S. Karen Weintraub, health reporter at USA Today, joins us for more. Thanks for joining us, Karen. Sure. Nice to be here. We got some uh, new information out of AstraZeneca about their COVID-19 vaccine that they developed with the University of Oxford. It reduced both mild and serious forms of COVID-19. I think it was coming in at preventing 79% of symptomatic cases of the disease. It's a two-dose vaccine, and we could be seeing it approved here in the United States pretty soon. So, Karen, tell us a little bit more about what we're finding out about it. You're exactly right. And 79% of all symptomatic COVID and apparently 100% of all more severe disease. So nobody in the vaccine group got severe disease. It's the same kind of technology as the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, different from the mRNA vaccines. And it would add another option the table. This one's a little cheaper. It's easier to distribute. It is a two-shot vaccine. And there's been a big question about in Europe. None of the trials showed this problem, but it's been distributed to about 20 million people in Europe and triggered about a dozen cases of blood clots and this weird condition called cerebral venous sinus thrombosis, which is basically a blood clot in the vessels draining the brain. And while blood clots in general are very common, this particular kind of blood clot is not and was seen sort of disproportionately among recipients in Europe. And so there's been some question about that. The WHO and the European regulatory agency and the British regulatory agency have all looked at the data and signed off on this 
vaccine. I mean, that was a big concern. That vaccine has already been approved there in Europe, in the UK and Asia for some time now. 20 million people across those countries have all gotten it already. But yeah, there was this concern about the blood clots. It prompted a bunch of countries to stop using it for a while. Is that back on now? Have they resumed giving out the vaccine again? Some of them have, but not all. So it's it's going to be a slow process. And then the other issue is going to be rebuilding confidence. A lot of people's confidence in this vaccine have been shaken because of that data. And that's one of the challenges of making a vaccine is when you give anything to 20 million people, somebody is going to have a reaction in a, in a close proximity to that thing. And so just figuring out whether there's a causal relationship, whether the vaccine triggered that blood clot, for instance, uh, or not, is a challenge. Yeah, the um, U.S. trial where this data is from, had 32,000 people in that, and uh, so it ended up being working out pretty well there. This trial was funded by the U.S. government. You know, we've talked about some of the concerns about blood clots, but what about variants? That's a, a big concern, and what's, even with some of the other vaccines we have on board right now, the effectiveness uh, drops here or there with some of them, but what about the AstraZeneca vaccine when it comes to variants? I should say first that there were no problems with blood clots seen in the U.S. trial. In terms of the variants, this AstraZeneca vaccine was tested in South Africa when a variant there was, was going crazy. And unfortunately, it was not very effective against that particular variant. That variant has arrived in the U.S. It is not as prevalent as the so-called British variant, the one that started in the U.K., but it is out there. And so the concern is that we want to get people vaccinated as quickly as possible before more variants appear, before there's a problem with our current vaccines. Do we know if the uh, U.K. variant was floating around already in the U.S. when they were doing this trial? I mean, it seems like it would have been, but so it seems like it would be effective against that one, at least. It is believed to be effective against that one. In this trial, they haven't released numbers of how many people in the trial had that variant, but it is likely earlier trials were in the U.K. when B117, as it's called, was circulating. So it is likely to be effective against that one. How many doses are we going to be seeing as soon as this possibly gets approved? From your article, you noted that the Trump administration pre-purchased 300 million doses of this AstraZeneca vaccine. This one was believed to be the most promising a year ago when, when this whole process started. And so the Trump administration, and again, it's also relatively inexpensive and easy easy to produce and to store. So they bought 300 million doses of this one compared to 100 million of the others initially. Many of those doses, hopefully, we won't need because we will have enough between the Moderna, the Pfizer-BioNTech, and the J&J &J vaccine. We, we may not need so many of these. The global uh, public health community hopes that some of these doses will end up helping people elsewhere in the world, which will help cut down on the variants. That the concern is that as long as there are outbreaks in other parts of the world, that variants could pop up and could come over here and threaten us. Yeah, I think I was already reading that the Biden administration might have cut a deal with Mexico to provide them with some, Canada. Yeah, with some overflow uh, of vaccines that are left over. So that's all good news there. Uh, the last question I have, uh, you mentioned at the beginning how this vaccine is similar to the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, the viral vector technology that they use. But this one relies on a chimpanzee virus, which the human right. immune system has never seen before. Tell me a little bit about that. Right. So the idea is you want virus suitcase, as it were, the, the, the virus carries the instructions inside of it. And you want the suitcase to be something that the body hasn't seen before. If it were carried by a virus my body had seen a million times, my immune system would react and clear it out quickly. So you want something foreign. So that's why they use the chimp adenovirus. The J&J &J vaccine is based on a virus that most of us have not seen. So it's the same, same basic idea. 
Well, interesting stuff. Good news on this front. I mean, this sh- hopefully should cover most of the people in the United States, and uh, and we can hopefully get past this pandemic. Karen Weintraub, okay. health reporter at USA Today. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you so much. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. 